재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵. Welcome back. Well, usually on Wednesdays, I'm joined here in the studio by two food bloggers from the website Buri Kitchen. Sonia Swanson and Chef Jong Soyoung usually bring me something interesting to uh, taste here in the studio, sometimes a little bit intriguing. They also have plenty of facts and food samples and histories of the food, more importantly. Well, this time around, they brought me and us to the food. We left the studio and we headed out to a restaurant right here in Chungmuro, kind of around the corner from where I'm sitting now, famous for serving the Chola province specialty, Hongo. Now, Hongo is fermented seafood like no other. Uh, this restaurant has been serving it for half a century. Have a listen. Yeah, it's small, but it's really noisy. Uh, there's a lot of, uh, kind of boisterous chat going on in here. But usually small place tastes good. That's right, and it's yeah. full of locals. So, Very full. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know it's probably uh, got credibility. So this is a, a homo gym, right? Well, I only know a little bit about homo. Why did you guys even choose to do homo this week? Oh, because we went to the fish market last week, and it was so beautiful, you know, big smiling fish out there. And it's very unique, you know, dish in Korea. And the translation of homo is... Skate, right? Uh, yep, it's a skate ray. Mm-hmm. A skate or like a stingray type of thing. Um, yep, it's, it's in the ray family. Um, and th- they're kind of interesting fishes. You know, if, they, if you um, look at their underbellies, uh, as I said earlier, they're smiling fishes. They kind of have these um, strange faces that are kind of grinning up at you from the ice. Yeah, I agree. Um, they're kind yeah. of flat, right? Mm-hmm. The whole thing yeah. is on the underside. you got uh-huh. two eyes and sort of like a grin. Yeah, a little mouth there. As if they got mashed up against a windshield. You know? uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, they're smiling, but look very sad, actually. Oh, yes. Now, uh, homo is it's usually fermented, but it's not always fermented, right? Not necessarily. You can eat it in all different kinds of ways, yeah. Actually, the original area, which is Hukstando, uh, people from there, they just love to have a raw, just a fresh, you know, skate instead of, you know, fermented. And also, you can steam the fermented homo skate and you can make a you know a fresh salad with this well with the vinegary uh paste as well. Yeah, so those actually sound good because usually homo is a very frightening term because you think of the fermented version. And that is a I guess we're gonna try that today, but that is a really big challenge to somebody who's kind of new to the concept, right? Yeah. But actually, I went to China and then I had to eat the rotten tofu. But, you know, the rotten tofu always you know, smells very bad. But yeah. it was, I think, one of the most you know, memorable dishes you know, in China. It was so good. Do you like uh, Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I really, I was a little scared to taste it, but it was really good. Have you tasted it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I it's the same concept. Yeah, and I like stinky French cheese, so I should like stinky tofu too. Um, but you know, I've often considered homo almost uh, more of an athletic event than a uh, dish to eat. You know, it's uh, it's almost like a test of your manhood in a way. You know, you tend to eat it with these with, with Korean ajoshis. And uh, I mean, I grew up in New England, and they told us that if you sense even a trace of ammonia in your fish. You gotta send it back. And homo is like dipping a sponge in ammonia. That's how strong the ammonia taste is from the fermentation. It goes right up into your nose. So now tell something to occur. <laughs> well it is it is 
pretty strong flavor, but somehow there's something about it that just kind of gets you. So, so actually, my mom's side of the family is all from Chalado, which is you know where hunga originates, the fermented hunga originates. So, for my family, it's kind of more of a regional food. Um, and I remember one of my first times going going back there as an adult. At one point, we were at some like distant relative's house, and they pull up the hunga. You know, it was holiday season, and we kind of all ate it together as a family. That was my first time having hunga, and I remember thinking like. I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can do this. And then I took a bite, and after that, I just kind of started liking it. It's supposed to be good for you, right? Yeah. I think once you addict, you know, to the flavor, I think you know, you're just. I think that's the reason why people are coming back to this food. Kind of, you know, it's the same like in you know, the funky cheese. Once you get addicted to it, you, know, you just keep finding it. So you guys are all about the story behind the ingredients. Uh, is there a story to tell behind Hongo? Oh yeah, actually the story goes back during the Korea Dynasty in 1363, invading you know pirates first out the resident of Hyksando, an island of the southwest coast, and as they made their way up to the Yongsan River towards Naju, the Hongo that they brought with them naturally began to ferment, and so it became a local specialty, and it's still considered one of the most representative local food of Jeolla province. It's like so local. I even read um, in this New York Times article about Honga. Apparently a few years ago, President Park gave two Honga as a peace offering, like a peace offering type of gift to a politician who was from Jeollado. And he said that he was very touched. And then he later joined her political party. That is a very worthwhile gift. So you can actually uh, get Honga gift packs and, and give them to uh, people as, uh, as a present. Yeah, Honga is quite expensive. And you know, if you want to buy really like the genuine Korean product, the medium-sized fish can easily sell for $200 or how, how big is that? Oh, it's big, like uh, this big. How yeah. can I get <laughs> Like a meter across or something like that? About, I think six to eight kilos is usually a medium-sized escape ray. Usually. Okay. Yeah. Uh -huh. So it's known as a very special food. And I remember we once met a woman at the fish market who was there to buy hunga for her daughter's wedding feast. And she was from Cholado. So uh, is it just a matter of kind of leaving the hunga there to ferment? The way kimchi is sort of... Uh, left to ferment or is, it, is there a more specialized technique to it? Oh, it's not uh, exactly the same, though you do use uh, earthen jars, hangari. But the first step for making hunga, however, is to do nothing, actually. Um, when you get fresh hunga, don't wash them and don't let them. You just put the entire fish into your earthen jar and you need to lay some nice you know, dry hay between each layer of hunga and keep the fish sealed in the jar until you get the you know, the rear characteristic of Basically, among you. So how long is that? Um, actually, it depends on the season. So in the summer, it's about you know three to five days, or in the fall, maybe seven to ten days. And I heard in winter around twenty days. But I think you really need to check you know every day. So it's the, the science is basically the same as with kimchi. It develops, uh, it, it's fermenting, it develops bacteria. Um, why does hongo get its particular smell? Well, actually, it, it kind of comes down to species biology. So hongo, as we said before, is the name for both the, the fermented dish that we're about to eat and, and also the species of fish that it's made with. 
Um, and Tonga in English is a skate ray. Um, so rays, along with sharks, are unique amongst fishes. Um, basically, their pee contains a lot more urea, uh, which, is, which is a compound that we mammals also have in our pee. So yes. it's uh, urea, which is a, a substance in, as you put it, pee. Yes. And uh, that's what we smell with Hong Kong. Yes. Not quite, actually. That's so, a, what a selling point. So urea on its own is actually odorless. But what happens in the skate body is that while they're passing their waste through their gills, yes, skates pee through their gills, um, like most fishes, they actually reabsorb the urea because they need urea to maintain that solute-water balance between their bodies and the ocean water. I love it when you get scientific with this thing. It's very much like a, a, a biology class and not just a food, uh, a food segment. Uh -huh. I mean, we talked about this with oysters a, a few weeks ago, didn't we? Um, some kind of regulation process where uh, I, I don't even know the full science behind it. But it's basically the same process. Yes, right. Because they want to keep that balance between the, the solute level in their bodies and the solute level outside. So since the blood of skates contains a pretty high concentration of urea, um, when you ferment skates, an enzyme from the bacteria breaks down that urea into another than ammonia. Yeah, yeah. and there's that uh, <laughs> dominant smell and taste of Hong uh, uh -huh. So, you know, locals in Chalago and Koreans in general who love Hong they are used to the ammonia. Uh, when I first tried it, I couldn't, you know, I, I almost had tears in my eyes. It was, uh, the vapors were going up through my sinuses, you know. So, uh, the skate has these unique kind of ammonia-making uh, capabilities. And now we're going to order some up. We're going to give it a try. This restaurant has been going for a long time, apparently. I think this place has been running since 1959. Yeah. Uh, it's, you know, they've seen every possible change around them in the city, but they're still here. They know their home home. Uh, and we're actually going to get a chance to talk to them. I'm usually not a big fan of raw fish, but Hongo has its own charm. It's best around this time in windy weather when it's chilly. I'm from Jala province, and so I had Hongo since I was very young. It's a dish that's always on the table for any big occasion, such as a wedding or a funeral. If you don't have Hongo on the table, it's just not a celebration. Oh, I can smell it uh, already. It's it's wafting. My nose is clogged by the cold, but I think that's about. Wow, this is Hongo. What is this? I'm excited. This is a sort of a. That's the liver. Oh, it's, it's it's raw liver. It's a fresh. Fresh, uh, uh -huh. raw liver. Yep. It's kind of uh, a, a quivering pinkish white mass. Uh-huh. Imagine this is kind of the foie gras. This is sort of the foie gras of, yeah. of the skate. I can't wait to have it. Me too. Ooh. Now, at first, I was... Uh, a little bit confused that they brought pork to the table. They brought both some boiled pork to the table. But this is a very common way to eat homo, right? Yeah, because it's too strong for the beginner. So you can combine with braised pork and then very old aged kimchi together. Old kimchi and pork and wrap that up in like yep. the lettuce leaves. Mm -hmm. That kind of camouflages the uh, 
the ammonia of the fish? Uh, I think it's just a decrease in uh, the aroma of the strong fish. It, it balances out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm, let me smell this. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Why would you inflict that on yourself? Let me smell, let me smell. This is cool, cool. This is nose. This is the strongest part. All right, I there suppose I have to do it now, too. Wow. What's this? There's thing. a bit of a shiny bit. This is the nose. Uh, the fish skate oh. nose. It is this not is even under my nose yet, and I can smell it. <laughs> this is the strongest part. Oh, okay, here it comes. I'm gonna insta food this, or whatever they call it. Yeah. Are you one of the world's top experts on Hongwa? Yeah, sure, you could think that way. I'm 53세고 김경현이라고 합니다. 대학 졸업하고 나서 졸고 지금 해왔기 때문에 한 30년 정도는 된것 같습니다. First of all, he's uh, 53 years old. His name is Mr. Um, Kim Pyeong Han. And he, uh, after graduating from college, he came to work in the restaurant and he's been doing this for over 30 years now. So, what's the proper way to eat homo? What's the best way to eat this? 먼저, 홍어를, 이게 저희 아버님 때부터 내려오는 소스예요. 몽김치를 먼저 까세요. 소스 찍고. 이게 좀 싫다. 그럼 이게 프레쉬한 거. 김치를 넣으셔도 되고. 그 다음에 돼지고기는 새우젓 해가지고 여기 같이 세 개를 드시는 게 삼합이에요. 사장님 어떻게 드세요? 아 저는 묵김치 먹죠. So what he said was, um, pick up a piece of the extra fermented kimchi, the mugunji, and put that on the bottom. Then you'll take your piece of hunga and dip it in this special sauce, which has come down through his family, um, from his father's, you know, side. Secret recipe. Secret family sauce recipe over here. Um, and then, if you actually prefer maybe like fresher kimchi instead of the really fermented kimchi, mugunji, you can actually try this fresh kimchi over here. It's a little more crunchy, I think. Okay. A little bit more fresh tasting. And finally, the last thing you'll do is um, place a piece of pork on top, and that is your salad. The, the owner also said that his favorite way to eat it is with mugunji, the extra fermented kimchi. I love extra fermented kimchi. That is uh, good fermentation. Uh, I'm not so sure about the whole way, but I'm, I'm here with an open mind. So let's, uh, let's try it. Let's dig in. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little afraid. I wish somebody would hold my hand, but uh, I'm going to be a man about this. All right, so I've assembled my my three layers here. My old fermented mogunji kimchi, my piece of homo. I'm a little curious, you know, which part has more odor and, you know, less odor. There seem to be three basic um, types here on the table. There's one that's lighter in color, mm -hmm. then the middle one has a very dark reddish color, and then at the end there's uh, almost a gelatinous type squid looking piece. Uh -huh. And you said to me before that's the sort of the, the tip, nose. the nose. That, you know. The strongest part. Okay, I'm going to take a little sauce and put it on there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Should we take our bites together? Okay. One, two, One, two three. three. Yeah. Mm. Oh my God. Mm. Mm. 
I managed to keep it wrapped up most of the time, but then a little piece of the homo escaped. And it was like, uh, you know, that, that, that old ammonia vapor up my nose again. No. To me, it's got this really, like, um, pleasant burn. Like, you know how some people get addicted, addicted to the, the burn of spicy foods? Mm. It feels similar to that kind of burn, except sharper. Um, it's that ammonia burn, I think. But it, it's, very, it's very pleasant. I might, you know, took two small pieces and then two big, you know, pork. <laughs> it doesn't reach to my, you know... Forehead. It, does, it doesn't come up that much. I, I may try but it's another, wrapped up another in some like that. What I would be interested in seeing, and I'll do this too if you want me to, uh, is let's each take a bite of it just by itself. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's take a sip of makhli first, though. Cheers. Okay. That's when you get it in all its glory, you know? Mm. Okay. Let's take right. it from the middle. I don't know what this middle stuff is. All right. I, actually, I took that side and yeah it wasn't uh, that strong. strong yeah okay. okay oh my lord i can smell it mm. uh, sauce or no sauce just raw sauce is allowed okay um, i'm gonna take a little piece of sauce here there you go a little bit of sauce okay the sauce is very good i i, I like this recipe a lot here we go one <laughs> okay one two three Mm. <laughs> oh my god. Mm, the texture of the bone is very chewy. Mm. I'm enjoying it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> culture. This is culture. <laughs> I'm being culturally enriched. <laughs> It's milder than I expected. You know, I'll be Not honest. With, that yeah. too much. I'll be honest with you. It is milder. Uh -huh. um, I had it down in Chola, though. We went on a trip one time uh -huh. with uh, a bunch of journalists, and we were right by the sea, uh -huh. and we ordered this stuff. And maybe it was because it was the first time I was having it. Uh huh. But um, it was, you know, almost brought me to tears. The, the vapors that went up into my sinuses. So this is better. Maybe I'm just becoming more of a Korean ajushi over the uh -huh. years. I'm sure it, um, I think it's less fermented than uh, the previous before, yeah. experience. You wanna try the nose? All right. It's got a like I said before. It's got a bit of a squiddy texture to it. Yes. Uh huh. Wow. Right. Should we let, should we let him have it with some come up or you should we? You know what? Um, you know, you guys inflict so many things on me. <laughs> I wonder what you're gonna do. Aren't you happy? <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna do to top this? I mean, all my way is pretty much the most difficult thing to eat, I think, for a foreigner to come here and try this. Yeah, I think it is. this is one of the top. Maybe Bumbiggy is a little weirder. Uh, but for, if, if it's something you're not used to, sure. But I, I think, yeah, if you can handle this curd, then it's going to be easy going for the rest of the year. Yeah, right? <laughs> I wonder what our doctor of Korean medicine, Jennifer, would say if she were here. I mean, this must have benefits, right? The fermented thing must do your stomach good because it, it gives you those those um, bacteria and the natural flora in your, you know. That's what the thing is, you know. Would you, would you ask her to her and then let us know? Yeah. Yeah, let us know. Okay. I want to see your um, reaction with the hongo nose. All right, here we go. <gasps> no sauce? Oh, you're brave, you're a man, oh, When you Whoa. combine the ammonia and the texture. 
Oh my God! Kurt, you are you are um, you're a man. Brave. Yeah, you're a man, Kurt. Oh my God! That's it, like um. It's very strong. It's like a kind of a slithering snake made out of ammonia. Ooh. Yeah, I'm gonna try a bite. Yeah. Oh my God! I'm a little scared. <laughs> oh, I've got some of the cartilage here. Oh, that's a bit chewy. There's I'll a little that. bit of cartilage and bone in uh, almost mm -hmm. every bite, right? Uh huh. Because it's a very. Mm -hmm. I think that's that's one of the reasons why Korean people love this. That's kind of how they fish. cut it. So uh, that there is a little bit of. Yeah, but uh, actually, the bone of this fish is um, this texture. It's not any hard. It's a chewable texture. That's mm -hmm. uh, like sharks. They have cartilage bones. Uh -huh. Sure. Okay. Is it strong? Listen to that crunch. That's a bone. Wow. A bone or just cartilage? Well, cartilage bone, I guess. No. And so what we're enjoying here is the urea that you described uh, <laughs> well, so vividly before. Urea broken down into ammonia, so. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yep. Hmm. You know, something was telling me that some people actually are such huge homo fanatics that they eat until the, the roof of their mouths peel off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you eat enough of this, the roof of your mouth is going to peel off? Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's uh, slightly, uh, it's not too strongly fermented. I think if you ferment it way more than this, then, you know, your skin comes off. I want to try the liver of the hummus this time. All right, be my ready? guest. Yeah, I don't okay. even know how to pick that up with a chopsticks. That's, uh... This is big. I would love to watch our producer eat a piece of this later. Mm. This is like in a butter. Every, every... Yeah, yeah. it's not bad. Oh, every wow. liver, yeah. Like a foie gras. Oh my god. Yeah. That's, that really is like a foie gras texture. Yeah, I need a little, you know, biscuit, you know. Can we make some pasta with that? Oh yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. I, mean, really? I want to eat that every day. Skate liver pasta. So are you a, are you a homo convert now, Sayan? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> homo fermented skate. You will really earn your Korea stripes if you uh, inflict that upon yourself or uh, dive into that. It is, to say the least, a cultural expression uh, <laughs> like no other. And that brings this week's Local Eats and Koreascape to a close. The show is produced by Christina So with associate production by Jamie Lee. GP1 is our writer. I'm Kurt Asian. Remember to follow us on Facebook or Twitter, at Koreascape is the handle. Make sure to tune in tomorrow, too. We'll be back at 9 a.m. with Culture Pulse and Time Out Seoul on TBS. See you tomorrow morning.